Hello, First Marathon podcast listeners. It is Saturday, December 14th. I'm Gregory Ruchik at G-A-R-U-T-C-H on Instagram. I'm coming to you from West Hollywood post-swim. Saturdays are swim days. Uh, today, I, I started swimming with flippers. Yup. I always thought it was cheating, and maybe it is, but I put flippers on to my feet, bottom, uh, these short little flippers, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what this does. Um, One of my colleagues told me that I will see muscles in my legs I never knew I had. Uh, I always really thought flippers were cheating, and uh, I don't know what... What good comes of it, except that it does feel easier. Um, We have thrown some goals out into 2020. I've signed up for a super long kind of double marathon experience, probably a hike run. Uh, Who knows? Um, It's just good to have a goal. What that means is I'm going to have to be more efficient and effective in my training. Um, But what it also means is, you know, the fear band-aid is off and I am just going to friggin' go for it. Um, It gives me something to train for on a daily basis. A couple things that happened since we spoke last. Uh, Just, you know, yes, I ran three marathons in the 12 months of November 2018 to November 2019. I turned 54 on December 12th. Happy birthday to me. But what I wanted to talk about was keto diet and fat adaption. Uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'll talk about it anyway. There's a lot of discussion about... um, How do we get energy? How do our bodies get energy? Well, um, simple answer is sugar or glycogen is the result of our digestion. And that is the instant energy that is stored. If you ever, uh, you know, obviously if you take a jelly bean, you might feel a little bit more energized. But if you ever see a kid post ice cream or even yourself post ice cream, that's you know, the sugar, the sugar high of sugar energy. Well, the other way to get energy, the other way the body gets energy is being fat adapted, being fat adapted or, or the fat in our body. For me, I have this uh, bit of waste fat, which I've been working to reduce. Um, I thought I would be reducing it more doing marathon training, but I have not. So I thought, heck, Let's try something a little bit more, uh, a little more hardcore. So um, for 37 days, ending uh, early December, I did what I would call a keto diet. And what does that mean? That means that my carb intake was supposed to be a maximum of 50 grams, 50 grams. So... You know, that's very kind of hard to uh, understand in terms. So you use an app like my fitness app, which shows you exactly how many grams of protein, fat, and carbs are in each thing you eat. 
you can either scan it in with a barcode or you can um, put the name of what you're eating in and it will kind of track it. It'll search for it in the database and hopefully you'll find a close approximation. But um, to give you an example, I am now having as a snack a chunk of cheddar cheese which is, uh, you know, which is pretty, something that I, I always knew was high in fat, but I never really knew, you know, I never knew why we should care. Um, so what does this have? This has a total, uh, total carbs of, very low carbs, interestingly enough, zero, zero carbs per 28 gram servings. It has fat, total fat of 10 grams. And in a keto-adjusted diet, you are low carbs, below 50, and super duper high fats. You're shooting for, in my case, fat grams over a course of a day of more like between 121 and 125 grams of fat and protein close to my weight. My weight is one, somewhere between 176 and 180, so my protein grams, 131 to 170 is my daily goal, or was my daily goal. So what happened? What happened on the, on the diet? Not a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you. I didn't really see any numbers change. Um, I really could not see any major changes in my body composition. But look, 37 days is not a long time. What happened at the end of 37 days? Well, I ended up getting somehow um, I remember it vividly. It was probably three weekends ago, uh, Saturday, post maybe post swim. Um, I had a I had a pan fried a pan pan fried steak. I took steak. I put some avocado oil, which is a huge source of fat. Good fat, by the way. Trans trans fats are not all equal. This is a Total fat per tablespoon of avocado oil is 14 grams, zero carbohydrates. So two tablespoons of avocado oil. Um, and I put steak, which is all protein, no carbs. And, you know, before dinner on Saturday night, I did feel a little heartburn, which is unusual for me. I uh, had a huge salad Saturday night. And, you know, could really could just be two weekends ago, now that I think of it, but maybe it's three. And by Sunday, I was, I, was, I was dead. My energy was zero, couldn't open my eyes. I had terrible stomach pain. Um, I did not have any, any vomiting or you know, diarrhea, a word I hate. Um, I just had stomach pain. Um, Monday, went to the doctor, did blood tests. He was, of course, worried about other things, ruling out pancreatitis. But it turns out by Monday, by the time I went to the doctor at one, I was already able to go. I was able to get out of bed and open my eyes. So I, I started feeling better Tuesday. And I, you know, I ate jello, applesauce, some chicken noodle soup, breaking my diet, of course. Noodles are a no-no on keto diet. But I was like, fuck it. I had multigrain bread toasted with almond butter. And um, I'm like, this diet is not doing it for me. The other thing that happened on the diet was in the evenings, I would feel extremely lightheaded, which is, which is an obvious sign of low blood sugar. My snacks, you know, because basically what I did was, here's what my day was. Breakfast, three or four scrambled eggs wrapped in collard green, 
collard green is a big leafy vegetable, which I found to be an amazing. It's strong, so you can make a wrap in it. And I would just stuff the eggs, scrambled eggs in there, throw some cheese in there, throw avocado in there, and I would scramble it with two tablespoons of avocado oil. That'd be like a 600 and something calorie, but more fat and protein right along my lines. Breakfast, lunch was usually a salad, arugula, avocado, tomatoes, which you're really not supposed to eat for some reason, um, and some protein. Usually I made turkey, ground turkey. Snacks were uh, macadamia nuts, cashew nuts, um, primarily, uh, a piece of turkey, um, and dinner was a piece of salmon and a salad. And I felt lightheaded before dinner all the time. I mean, like, just like lightheaded, not, not great. In fact, you may remember one of my symptoms before I had a stroke was lightheadedness two August ago, 2017. Um, I didn't like the feeling. Um, drank a lot of water, but positives. My energy was solid. You think I sound energized now, which I am because I swam, but I had a ton of energy. My runs were great. I had no knee joint pain, no muscle pain, no aches. Could I have reduced some inflammation? Possibly. Um, And that really appealed to me. So what am I doing now? What am I doing now? I am really, I'm not drinking, I'm not guzzling avocado oil like I was. I am uh, watching my carbs. I did have a pretzel today after lunch, probably my, that and I did have a a very small portion of oatmeal for breakfast. I've reduced my, my portion sizes. I was eating way too much oatmeal in the morning when I was not on this diet. So I went back to the oatmeal, but I'm having a serving size, one third of a cup instead of like a half of a cup of oatmeal. Um, I, uh, that's number one. Number two, I'm not eating breads. I'm trying to be very cautious about what carbs I put in my mouth. I will have an apple for a snack. I need the apple. Um, So I don't really know what to do. You know, I did not achieve the body transformation, but in 37 days, who could? Um, My weight has basically been a little bit lower post-diet. I dropped uh, my birthday weight, I think the lowest I think I've ever had as an adult, 174.5. But my wake-up weight this morning was 176. So that could be water. Uh, The difference could be water. Um, So, you know, I'm going to... Just keep at it. Um, I'm adding weights to my workout more than ever before. I think weights, especially um, deadlift types of moves where I'm hinging and using my my glute, my butt muscles, um, and my keeping my core tight. Um, and uh, you know, we'll take it from there. So that's my first podcast back in a while. Um, I feel great. Uh, I have probably a longish run tomorrow, maybe an hour or so. My mom and dad are here for a week from Connecticut. See how that all goes. And uh, don't talk a whole lot about training to my wife. She is still, unfortunately, dealing with some major health issues, which has been a major reason why I do run. I just need some time to burn off the stress. But I really am loving the running, and I'm 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 going to share an adage. I I actually got a chance to interview Hayden Hawks, who is a one of the great ultra marathoners. Hayden Hawk, look him up. He's 
one a real winning, you know, late 20-year-old guy from uh, Utah area, Zion National Park. And he said, look, forget about the race. You got to enjoy your training. If you don't enjoy your training, you're not going to enjoy the race. And that's true for everything. So enjoy the runs, uh, relax my body in the training run, no matter how short they are. Relax my shoulders, relax my glutes and my knees. Um, enjoy uh, the feelings of the air on my face and really trying to be present. Um, and that is how I'm training for life. And I hope you do the same. Keep me posted at G-A-R-U-T-C-H. Would love to hear what you're training for and uh, what you're doing to keep yourself happy. Peace.